Film Pulse is supported by the kind donations from listeners like you. Please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash filmpulse for just $1 a month and help keep the podcast on the air. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 262. My name's Adam Patterson. We're joined today by Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing well. All right. Good to hear. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Good. All right. Sweet. What movie do we have you watch this week? The Coca-Cola Kid. (laughs) The Coca-Cola Kid. This is from 1985. Picked this in honor of, let me get this right. (laughs) <laughs> National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. This is written, or I'm sorry, this is directed by Dusan Makavejev. I have a synopsis here. An eccentric marketing guru visits a Coca-Cola subsidiary in Australia to try to increase market penetration. He finds zero penetration in a valley owned by an old man who makes his own soft drinks and visits the valley to see why. After the kid's persistence is tested, he's given a tour of the man's plant and they begin talking of a joint venture. (laughs) Things get more complicated when the Coca-Cola man begins falling in love with his temporary secretary who seems to have connections to the valley. Hmm. Stars Eric Roberts. Ryan, tell us a little bit about the Coca-Cola Kid. Uh, well, I just uh, basically I watched this twice, and I kind of understand it, but uh, there's a lot of things that happen that have no no meaning to the like they don't further the movie at all. They kind of just happen. Um, basically, there's a, oh, and before the movie starts, there is a huge, huge warning that uh, Coke did endorse this, and they have nothing to do with any of the opinions, and obviously it's a big legal thing, and that's kind of funny because I don't think in today's world this movie would even be made. I think they would ask for men. I yeah, I do. I have no idea how you can get away with calling your movie the Coca Cola Kid and not I get think, permission. Uh, I think Coke would just laugh at them and then sue them if they didn't need making. But anyway, there's this guy that works at Coke, and he flies off to try to get international business going, and he finds a remote place in Australia through some pretty ingenious 1985 GPS. And what I mean by that is there is a, a computer screen and it kind of looks like a virtual boy. And it just says, 
like churches, playgrounds, factories, police stations. My first thought is, what the fuck is he gonna buy coke in a playground? But then I realized that's just one of the many things that have nothing to do with this. They're just funny little aside stories. They go nowhere. Anyway, this guy from Google, I guess, was around. But it's a moot place in Australia. It makes their own soft drinks. And they don't allow outside drinks in there for whatever reason. Mm. So they go to Australia. I guess this place in Australia. And along the way, while he's driving there, He's going down a dirt road and a plane, a single engine plane flies like right over his head and lands on the dirt road immediately in front of him. And he goes, oh, this is, what's happening? What's going on? And it turns out the pot ran out of gas. But somehow was able to safely land in front of a remote car on a remote road. And after they land, he finds out that they're trying to take their pet kangaroo to the veterinarian. And it's some old lady and some young lady. Well, he goes to the plane, carries the old lady, puts her in the jeep. The young lady jumps in, and off they go to the veterinarian. And that's the end of that part of the story. <laughs> um, yeah, when he, okay, so when he goes to this factory, he's taking pictures of what's happening. And there happens to be a man fishing. <laughs> and they see a big event. And this guy puts in his fishing rod. <laughs> and he grabs a shotgun. And it's like he's just, you know, checking the load in the gun. And out of nowhere, he points it out. They got to take it back to where. And he fires a few times, and he ends up missing. And that's pretty much the end of that story. Uh, then he doors this factory, and the factory owner at first says that he's going to make an all-out war against Cook, and then he reconsiders, and he decides to... Become a cog in the wheel of good and work with good. Um, at the same time, there's the secretary. Uh, she lives in an apartment, and for whatever reason, when they go to an apartment, they don't take stairs. They take a... <laughs> 
Miss something twice. <laughs> oh, I'm not watching a third time. I gotta say, and I mean, I've said this before on the show numerous times, but that is the most confused <laughs> I've ever been. It just sounded like you were putting <laughs> words together to make a sentence. Like, it's, yeah, you sounded. That's one of the most confusing things I've ever watched. You sounded like it was like this was some bizarre website that was just randomizing. Mad Libs. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just randomizing like, a synopsis for us. Yeah, it was just like a series of short films, short that's, experimental that's films cool. that are pieced together. But it's all the same characters. I haven't, I haven't, and I haven't. One, at one point, the uh, secondary has an ex-husband, and he comes into her work wasting, and he ends up, like, they get in an argument, and he ends up, like, 
Really nice, but like trying to have sex with her, but not like actually having sex with her. No, but they're in public, and he's trying to like mouth her. Oh man, that seems ridiculous. Though. I'm so confused. So baffling. Everything about this movie is just—I'm completely baffled. I'm it, not really sure how they even made. I understand now why Coke wanted nothing to do with this because it's fucking terrible. According to IMDb, it said that they had to get permission from Coke to use the name, and I guess Coke made them put that disclaimer. Yeah. And I guess the disclaimer's in the trailer too. Hmm. Anyway, what did you think of this thing? <laughs> Terrible. I, it's so weird. I like just from looking at the poster and the synopsis, it seemed like this was just going to be kind of a goofball 80s rom-com, but from what you're describing, it doesn't sound like that at all. It sounds like this random mishmash of <laughs> s- stories that have the same, like, separate little yeah, vignettes. the same characters, but they have no meaning in the long run. Hmm. I mean, it is based on short stories by Frank right. Morehouse. So, yeah, it's like, I, yeah, it's like two short stories that they use to combine into this one uh, movie. So maybe they're, that's... They're more than two. It was a whole lot of bottles. I don't know. There's another one where a waiter. I know that funnel where the waiter. Oh, God. I'm making the secret agent. They're secret agents? And this waiter guy, I think so. But again, that has no meaning to the story at all. It's kind hmm. of just something that happened. Wow. Okay. So that's the Coca-Cola kid, huh? I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm 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 completely lost at this point. Uh, let's let's talk about the director, Dusan Makov. Vejev, like a Vejev. He's a Yugoslavian filmmaker. Uh, pretty famous. He's a pretty famous filmmaker. It's he did. Gross. He did. Uh, <clears throat> Wr. Mysteries of the Organism from 1971. He had, a bunch of his movies are on the Criterion Collection. Uh, sweet movies on there. I think Man is Not a Bird is uh, part of the Eclipse series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if any of his others are on there. I feel like they probably are. Yeah, the the Eclipse series is Man is Not a Bird, Love Affair, and Innocence Unprotected. Mm. I feel like WR Mysteries of the Organism, I feel like that got a re-release not too long ago. I feel like that got some sort of remaster or something. I would be surprised. Pretty sure. uh, Should have Ryan watch that one in some time. Did you see it? Sweet, sweet movie. I did see WR. Yes. I feel like I was gonna watch it when when it came out, when it was re-released, but I didn't get around to it. It's got a really cool uh, poster. There's a there's a a lot going on in that one. 
So it sounds oh. kind of like it's kind of the same thing here with Cold Kid. There's, there's another full of surprises lately i this is this is not where i expected this one going either i like at this point i can't tell if he's making this shit up or not (laughs) there's no way he's fucking with us (laughs) he's i'm telling you he found some sort of website that he inputs a little bit of information and then it just generates like a randomized like book report type deal I was texting it last night that I watched this. I'm actually not really interested in this movie. I don't know about you, Kevin. Uh, yeah. No, thank uh, you. <laughs> I, I actually don't like Eric Roberts, so that, that in and of itself makes me not want to watch it. I mean, I'm a big fan of the director, and like maybe if I get down to the point where like it's the last of his films to see, like maybe, like a a completist type deal, but no. Hmm. no has, has he done any other? Well, technically, I think this was an Australian film, but has he done done any other uh, like English <clears throat> language or American films? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some of the the later ones. Because I'm looking at his filmography, and I just don't really see. I don't see any other ones that he. Montenegro was Swedish. Wait, was it? It says Sweden, but I don't know if that... American that lives in Stockholm. Alright, so that... That's English slash Swedish language. Okay, getting getting close there. He was part of that... uh, He was part of that big Yugoslavia new wave. Yeah, you... uh, Manifesto has Alfred Molina and Eric Stoltz. Oh. A, yeah, that's a U.S. movie. Not to be confused with the manifesto that came out. When was that? This year, the Kate Blanchett one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was this year that, that came out. Hmm. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan? Before we give you a drum roll on uh, Coca Cola Kid. Uh, skip it. Ooh, skip it. Hmm. All right. Let's get your score. What do you give the Coca Cola Kid? One. One out of ten. I'm not even fucking around. <laughs> what? Not what, even what, fucking around with this one. Now, with you not even fucking around, what? Like what? What uh, warranted the one? I mean, but I mean, like what? What was uh, there that you at least like bumped it up to a one from a zero? Like what? What brought you up one? 
It was a bigger budget as Catwoman. And it all comes back to Catwoman. I don't know that that is the one. It wasn't supposed to be a blockbuster. <laughs> you tell me how many film critics out there are using Catwoman <laughs> as the standard bearer. <laughs> all films are <laughs> all films are set up against Catwoman. Is that it's you, you okay. Uh, I don't want to get have the Catwoman conversation again, but <laughs> it's just so interesting. It's just so interesting that that's that's it for you. Like that's the perfect balance. <laughs> it's the perfect balance of horrible garbage movie and budget. Like that's that's the thing because you there have been plenty of other movies that you have scored lower than Catwoman, and yet. It's the budget of Catwoman that really gets to you. That's what really... That's what really gets under your skin. It was supposed to be a big budget, and it was absolutely terrible. I mean, it was like uh, that one uh, Wolverine movie. What was that one? X-Men Origins Wolverine? The one Deadpool. Yeah, that was the the first Wolverine movie. Yeah, that was pretty fucking horrible though. For being the supposed big budget movie. Uh, yeah, I mean there's a lot of bad big budget movies. I would say almost I'd say <laughs> the majority of big budget movies are bad. I'd say more bad than good. Uh, yeah. But I I I would agree, but in my eyes, there's not many bear failures. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's bad, and then there's Catwoman. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about this National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. Now, it's very important that we add that last part because this is not just regular National Carbonated Beverage Day. Get out of here, Seltzer. We don't want mm. any of that. This is this is the real deal. This is the caffeine. <laughs> Diet Coke, Coke Zero. Actually, those have caffeine. They're just sugar-free, aren't they? Caffeine-free Coke? Get the fuck out. <laughs> Why you know? is there... A t- <laughs> I don't... <sighs> is there anything else, like, besides soda that you could... That you could categorize? It? I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Energy drinks. Like, yeah, uh, energy drinks. Yeah, you could, you could say okay. that. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's I knew there had to be something. Yeah, like Red Bull and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Although I feel like a lot of those energy drinks are more soda oh, than they yeah, are anything yeah. else. I'll miss like Red Bull carbonated, Monster carbonated. Oh, can Red you imagine? Monster. Can you imagine a non-carbonated energy drink? That sounds. I mean, energy drinks are bad enough, but have one to just be flat. Oh God. <laughs> Is that part of our energy stuff going in? Uh, I don't think so. I Wait, does, does does Four Loco have caffeine? <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I don't I know if it still. I don't know if it still does, but it definitely used to. <laughs> What's that chip that I used to drink? That beer. Uh, what do they call the Coronet beer? <laughs> All beers carbonated. <laughs> <laughs> <A> carbonated beer. 
no one that can't, uh, they can't uh, look like a battery. Oh, Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Do they still make that? <laughs> oh, God. No. Sparks. Yeah, that would be considered, that would fall under this category for sure. Really? <laughs> Sparks, yeah. It was carbonated and, and it had caffeine. Oh, yeah. And it was not, it was a malt liquor. It wasn't a soda. <laughs> it tasted like soda, but I got drunk. Yeah, it tasted like, um, there's a, there's like an orange flavor of Mountain Dew that's out, I think. Yeah. It's called like Kickstart or something. It's sort of like an energy drink, but it tastes a lot <laughs> like Sparks. <laughs> But this works by my so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I gave you like IBS or something. I love how you're, you're the, the entirety of your liquid diet just ate your insides. <laughs> rotted you away. <laughs> and made your heart explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You were you were you all into the the uh Jaeger bombs there for a while. The old Jaeger bombs, sparks. Yeah. he drank so many he drank so many red bulls that his doctor is like you cannot have any more red bull or else your heart's gonna just explode out of your chest <laughs> oh god oh uh. I'm gonna okay, so I'll I'll read the description for National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. Please do. Uh, so it, this is observed annually on November 19th. So mark your calendars. Some people cannot have caffeine due to medical reasons. Some choose. <laughs> uh, some choose to avoid caffeine for their own reasons, and then there are the millions of people who like their caffeine very much. <laughs> the same is true with carbonation in beverages. Today's celebration combines the two of them together. In 1767, Englishman Joseph Priestley suspended a bowl of distilled water above a beer vat at a local brewery in Leeds, England, which led to the discovery of a method of infusing water with carbon dioxide to make carbonated water. Priestley's invention of carbonated water is the major and the defining component of most soft drinks. Caffeine acts as a central nervous system stimulant, temporarily warding off drowsiness and restoring alertness. 90% of adults in North America consume caffeine daily. Some people notice sleep disruption after drinking beverages containing caffeine, while others see no disturbance at all. How to observe... Celebrate National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day with your favorite carbonated and caffeinated beverage. Oh my god. Use hashtag carbonated beverage with caffeine day to post on social media. Why is this so long? I don't know. I love how it's like two paragraphs to explain carbonated beverage with caffeine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it amazing. Oh every day is a Everybody was just like, we got to come up with a hashtag. 
I feel like that one's a little lazy though. That one's just it's too long. This hashtag it's too long. Carbonated beverage with caffeine day. Come on. I mean, I know that uh, you know Twitter. Twitter has their 280 limit now, but still, uh, back in the 140 days, that was like half a tweet right there. Yeah. That's true. That is true. So, what's everybody's favorite national? Yeah, national carbonated beverage with caffeine. Uh, probably Coke. Just stick, Coke just, just stick with the Coke. classic. Ryan. What if what if your doctor wasn't around, Ryan? What would it be then? Would it be Sparks? <laughs> <laughs> like if you didn't care about living anymore. Yes. <laughs> would it be nice. just Red Bulls all day? Nonstop Red Bulls. <laughs> just pounding Red Bulls. Uh, 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 I still like the occasional Mountain Dew here and there. I still like, yeah. Mount- I still like Mountain Dew. Uh, not you- all the time, though. Well, no. What about you, Kevin? What's your favorite carbonated, caffeinated? I guess it would be Coke. I don't really I think that that's the only thing I drink. And even then, I only have like maybe four a year. <laughs> really drink soda. Oh, that's anyway. probably a good thing. Yeah. I always drink soda with two beer subs and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty big. much the only time I do it, too. Yeah. It's just something about it. They go together, man. I feel like when I, I, I also have to have a Coke when I eat pizza. <laughs> and some, like I feel like for some reason it like cuts the, the greasiness of the, the pizza for some okay. reason. I don't know if that's. I'm sure it's not you have true. Science? No, you have science? I'm sure it's not true, but it's it's like for some reason it just I feel like I'm cutting the greasiness of the pizza with the coke. I guess. Maybe. I like orange Fanta too. Yeah, I like most so. I'm I'm if I don't control myself, I, I'm a soda fiend. Oh, I love soda. Damn, I didn't know you're a fiend. I didn't know yeah. this was a problem that affected relationships and well, such. Uh, I wouldn't go Damn. that far. That's but... a breakthrough. We just had a breakthrough. Man, we've won a lot of places with this episode. Uh, yeah, it, it's, been, it's been quite the journey. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it that way. Uh, any final uh, thoughts, Ryan, uh, on National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day or the Coca-Cola Kid? I wish I stayed with Scorbinated. That would be my number one. Carbonated what? iced tea? What you mean, like brisk? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit, brisk is good. Damn. Well, brisk, brisk isn't technically carbonated, is it? Is it? It just. I don't know. I don't think it is. It's not like bubbly. But it definitely has like. I don't know if that's maybe the lemon, but it definitely has like a little kick to it. It makes no noise when you open the can fresh. Yeah, but I think that's just all. All canned drinks do that. Mm. Uh, the like pressure seal. Yeah, I don't think it is carbonated. Are we doing is is brisk carbonated? carbonated? I'm, I'm almost sure it's not. <laughs> I I don't know. Carbonated iced tea doesn't. I don't know if that would work for me. They they make alcoholic iced teas. Are those carbonated? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like the hard teas. I don't, I don't know if those yeah. are 
I don't know if I've ever had uh, one of those. I haven't had one for years, but yeah, I think so. Hmm. There you go. Just just pound those fuckers all day. <laughs> <laughs> just wait until your insides <laughs> melt away. <laughs> Goodbye, Brad Hello, Yeah. Oh, hard iced tea. It's Mike's hard iced tea. Good lord. That was a thing with Mike's hard lemonade. Remember that? It was like yeah. it. It really it was like hurting people's insides. It's yeah. <laughs> like thirty percent of it is just acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the second ingredient. It's like water, acid, <laughs> lemons. Oh my. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. If you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.